This is Dawn Schuler, Certified Trainer and Business Consultant at the Schuler Group with the People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about onboarding, which is when you bring on board somebody new. I'm going to talk about it from two different perspectives today. One, when you bring on new customers or clients. Two, when you bring on a new hire, an employee, a staff member. Much of what I'll be talking about is similar in the two different scenarios. But of course, because we're talking two different tracks in the company, the customer side and the the employee internal side, there needs to be a process and a system for each. But the, the philosophy and what you need to do is the same. First, let's talk about customers. Obviously, how you bring on a new customer or client has to do with the product or the service that you provide. And so that's going to vary pretty widely. If you're a furniture store and you have a new customer who comes in and buys a new room of of living room furniture, so now you have a new customer, what do you do? Do you just sell them the furniture and then that's it? Arrivederci, goodbye? No, or at least it shouldn't be, because much of your business, 60 to 70% of customers buy again, so that means customer retention should be a huge part of your business. You, you want to thank them for the sale, so you want to nurture that customer. You want to solidify your role in their life, you know, you're the now the furniture provider for them. You want them to come back and get a bedroom suite of furniture and furniture for the basement and the rec room and office furniture, etc. If we are talking about that furniture example, there has to be the delivery, right? They're going to get their furniture delivered. So hopefully you've trained the delivery and installation people to continue that customer relation. If you're more of a service-based business and what you provide to your new customer or your new client is a service, then how do you communicate with them? If your service is something that takes place over time, there obviously needs to be overtime communication. What does that look like? Do you have a system for that? Is somebody in charge of that? The next thing to think about is truly caring for your customer. This sounds warm and fuzzy and empathetic, and that is a little bit of my personality. But more importantly, it's just good business sense. Understand who your customer is and how he or she wants to be treated. Speak in that language, and they will feel a connection to you, they'll feel well taken care of, they'll feel like a VIP because you've treated them so well, and they'll understand that because you're providing such excellent service that you, therefore, are an excellent company, an excellent organization. So part of this is really identifying who your customer is, 
and how he or she wants to be communicated with and taken care of. And not everybody's the same. So while you want to have a general process and system for your customer nurture campaign, exactly what's in that customer nurture campaign will vary depending on the personality of your customer. And then you also want to look at what else do they need to know. If, in the furniture example, their delivery is going to be a week from now, they need to know that. It might also be helpful to have a reminder the day before and an hour before. And of course, if there's any delay or any change, communicating with them right away. So looking at all the things that need to happen with regard to that. It's much easier for me to talk about onboarding a new customer and a new client with specific uh, specific other companies and others of our clients because we understand what their product or service is, who their customers are, and so we can actually help them design their onboarding process for their customers. On a podcast like this where I'm talking to a variety of people representing so many different industries and services and products, I'm having to be somewhat generic. But just know that looking at whatever your service or product is, what what happens right after the sale, how do you nurture them, what does your customer need to know, and how do you continue to stay connected with them. Now let's look at the onboarding of a new hire. And so some of this, like I said before, is similar. What do they need to know? As soon as they get hired, what do they need to know? Now, some of it is very, it's that HR stuff, right? Here's your employee benefits package. You're supposed to be working from eight to five with an hour lunch, or you work two days in the office and three days you can telecommute from home. You know, whatever those parameters are for their particular position and their role in the organization. What do they need to know? Like just tangible structure, what do they need to know? And then looking at who they are, their personality type. Because what one person needs is different from what another person needs. Say, for example, you're a real estate broker and your job is to bring on more agents in the office. Well, if you have a new agent who is very much an in-the-box, systems-oriented, love structure, Part of your onboarding process with him is going to be explaining how you have systems in place to support him. Here's the structure. Here's how the the broker's office works. Here's the marketing system that we use. Here's how you log on to the system. You're going to give him very step-by-step instructions so that he feels safe and secure within that environment. Say a different agent that you bring on is a go-getter. They are the rainmaker. They're the producer. They're all about making commissions. Woohoo! Then how you support her is by giving her the tools she needs so that she can go out and make those big sales. And she feels supported in doing that, but she's not going to want to hear all about all those systems, all those processes that the first person did. And then let's look at the person who 
wants to be part of something bigger, wants to feel like he's part of something, a community. So in that case, part of your onboarding would be to take him around the office, introduce him to the other agents, especially those that really enjoy mentoring new agents, and really letting him feel like he's part of something. Then you have the person who is all about information and the really technical details of being an agent. And so what you want to do is support that, support her need for knowledge, her need for details, and giving her all sorts of information that she can study. She's probably going to be great at all the contracts because she is going to study them and know intimately what those, those intricate details are. So understanding the personality type of who you've just hired is going to affect how you onboard that person. And then, of course, checking in with them. And again, I go back to this should be part of a system you already have in place. So looking at, of course, there's an orientation. And then there is the introduction to the rest of the company or the department. Then there is checking in. Maybe you have somewhat of an evaluation period where they're almost on probation. And some companies even call it a probationary period. Well, what needs to happen to know that this person is ideal for the company or the organization? What milestones? And is the new hire aware of those milestones? And how do you check in with those? Again, I'm having to be very broad and generic, but hopefully this has given you an idea of some of the things you need to think about when you are bringing on a new customer or a client, or on the internal side, bringing on a new employee or staff member. You want an outline of some system or process to bring on customers, bring on new hires. And then within that structure, you need to be able to attend to the needs of the person, depending on that, that personality, their value system, how they make decisions, what's important to them, what they need really to move forward. I hope you found this helpful. I'd love to hear your feedback. You can find us at www.theshulergroupllc.com. And I'd love to hear what you think about onboarding and what you do, what your best practices are in onboarding new customers and clients and or onboarding a new hire or staff member. Until next time, may you thrive.